Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I mean, Jackson, you deprived the people of yes, yes. I'm just having a nice conversation with my South City counterpart, Matt Rocchio. My apologies. I thought I said, here we go, but maybe I didn't. I got to enunciate a little better. I got to project, and that's on me. Are you you're mad at Rocchio right now? No, I couldn't be mad at Rocchio. Look how much stuff he has. Yeah. It's like he moved in here, and he's like now moving out. You're like Boof and Teen Wolf carrying your books out of Skewel. Oh, it's a reference everybody gets. <laughs> text into the Air Comfort Service, 314, text line 314-399-9646. Let me get into this YouTube. I want to make sure Tiny Pee-Pee's in there. Is he in there? You got to Let me check. It's a day that ends in Y, so I assume he is. You better believe it. Uh, go into that YouTube chat. Let's talk. Let's get to know each other today. Plus, Jackson and I are doing QFTA. That means questions from the audience to you novices out there missing <laughs> out on a wonderful podcast, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, following this show for our fifth, sixth, and seventh hours of broadcasting today, because I'm going three hours on QFTA. Good. Is that right? I like it. Okay. I'll settle uh, Any question, erotic story, comment, welcome. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Anything. We welcome criticism. Believe it or not, on this show, we've read some. Honestly, we have. Just a few. Thank you. Uh, so uh, come on in. The water is warm. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Let's see. Alex Ebert says, late like always, by rock, not yet where he at. That's from Droid Effects. Daz Effects. They want effects. Das effects. You, you said effects. that a couple times. I, I just have no I think you'd enjoy grasp. It. Anyway, Taylor Twelman's with us. Brought to you by Together Credit Union at ten thirty-five, as a city gets ready for the uh, game with. Will it be Sporting KC? Will it be San Jose? Either way, we know it's nine o'clock. Yeah, I hope it's Sporting Kansas City. That'd yeah, be cool. On. That'd be great. To, their first playoff matchup is right across the state. That'd be ideal. There. And uh, we'll talk it over with him coming up at uh, 1035. Jackson's got his little piddles, angry beaver, half and half. Yes, sir. And we've got you communicating with the show. And uh, you're welcome to. Tim, I applaud you for getting my name right on the first try last week. Before that, your show was great. A great watch. But now it's must-see television. That's from Atala Alyatim. Did I get that right the first time? <laughs> I don't know if you got it right there. I don't know what that is. I don't know. The TMA-STL shirt with the Mizzou colors is nice. That's from Clayton Davis. Agreed. Big time agreed. There it is. You can get that at TMASTLshop.com. Uh, all right, Jackson. We got Taylor Twelman at 1035. Uh, I know you pride yourself on the half and half. Uh-huh. You work hard on it. Yeah. Let's dig in. Yeah. Thank so- you, Anchor Beaver. 
Thank you, Angry Thank Beaver. You. And take that shuttle if you're going down uh, Blues games in the future. No. You know, hop there, get some good pizza, and then take the shuttle Thanks, over Thanks, Airlines to the... team, for the cameras that allow me to talk it over with Tiny PP. And uh, Atala Alyatim. Why, I'm really pronouncing that right? He said, yes, you did a two for two. It's great. I'm wow. excited. Swish. All right. So something that we discussed on TMA and uh, was kind of previewed, I, I call it a deep tease. On yeah, you TMA. said the way I read it was bad. Well... Bad is is the wrong word because you I've never seen you be bad, therefore. Ooh, I can be a bad boy. Well, in that sense, mm. but in the sense of your talent, it's always I was trying top to get Janet to text in. She'll she'll be coming. Um, so a question that I have is: the Michigan sign stealing allegations are a very noteworthy story that's going somewhat under the radar. Do you see the situation becoming a really big? I don't story? like when you read like you're just getting it out of the way. Like here, let me just tap this in real I, quick. I feel like I'm using some inflection, but it's like being read with. It's a big story. Let's let's let's. You're Walter Cronkite. You're Tom Brokaw. Right. Let's 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 go KOM Ewing here okay. with our inflection, right. our pacing. We've got an hour. We've got. All the time in the world. See, yeah, it really feels like it. All right, here we go. I'm going to... Here. All right. And shuffle, in van. Shuffle the papers. And one. Uh, nice. All right, IFB adjustment. All right. Nice. The Michigan sign-stealing nice. allegations are a very noteworthy story that's going somewhat under the radar. Nice. Do you see the situation becoming a really big story that could impact Michigan and their hopes of reaching the mountaintop? How do you think fans of Penn State, Ohio State, and other Big Ten foes should feel about it? Nice, Jackson. That was a hell of a read, by the way. Let me start with this. Just a quick question to our audience. And all you have to do is text in. You don't have to. Of course you don't. This is, this is a show that is pro-liberty, mm-hmm. anti-kink-shaming, mm. We're not results-oriented. And we're not results-oriented. So you don't have to. But I'm asking, mm-hmm. nicely, sure. to text in simply this, yes or no to the following question. Do you, obviously a sports fan, if you're listening to 101 ESPN and you're watching the 101 ESPN channel on YouTube, courtesy of the wonderful people at the Air Alliance team and the cameras they provide, Know the name. It's like a current events test in mm. social studies. Mm-hmm. Connor Stallions. Yes or no? And that's my question. And then I'm gonna then I'm gonna glance at that Air Comfort Service text line and see what the answers are. Connor Stallions. Do you know the name? Now, with that said, what are you looking at? Nothing. You just like looked over. Well, I got a ghost. I it's like it's like three men and a baby. Was that Ted Dancing <laughs> cardboard cutout? Or was it a ghost? I, don't I, know. I have to look somewhere. No, I just like stare right at the big blues. and I go, "Holy crap! There must be some kind of like is it Tupac's hologram over my shoulder?" Well, I didn't notice. There's kind of a lattice. Uh, kind so of you a, were looking at something. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but that's because I have massive attention deficits. This I was about to say, we need to snort heaps of Ritalin on this show before we go, don't For we? Real. I mean, me, certainly. But I didn't notice that there was a lattice formation. What is, on a, the, what is a lattice formation? You see, like, I'm about to give a great Anyway, Connor Stallions, keep texting <laughs> in. But what, what is a lattice formation? Well, you see uh, at like the, the 101, 101? but behind the it, behind it, there's that cross... Right, you can watch this on YouTube. Tiny PP, watch this. There's like cross hatching, and that's kind of a lattice formation. God, I never, I don't know what that means. You I know, took four years of Latin. Like in 80s, uh, 80s movies, like all the houses have like the big lattice 
wood structure on the side, and the high school kids would climb up the lattice to get to the oh, window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so do know what you're saying. That's kind of what it looks like. Huh. And well, I never well. noticed it before now. Right after you had opened up this angry beaver, little piddles half and half, too? Well, what I do is I light the fuse, and then I... Then you just tune out. Well, when you light the fuse, you run away. I understand that. So, and stare at lattice formations while running. Anything but, you know, watch what's about to happen. <laughs> right. I think nobody wants to stare at my bald head. That's what I think. And I'll, I'm not wearing a hat, and I think it's distracting. I'm used to it. I've seen oh, yeah. it. I'll just look at the baby You know blues. what I think it is? I think it's alarming. <laughs> It's not alarming. Anyway, all right, here's the deal, Jackson. You want to know what's going on? I think that this story is a monster. And relative to how big the story is, I don't think it's getting much coverage. Hence, me asking the audience to text in if you know the name Connor Stallions. Michigan, not Georgia, but Michigan is the favorite right now to win College Football National Championship. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because Georgia still has to play Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and whoever wins the SEC West, right. should they win the SEC East. Of course, we know the anthracite and yellow have something to say about that. Damn straight. But with that said, the expectation is Georgia will represent the SEC East. They would still have to play Alabama or LSU, theoretically, Ole Miss, although I don't think that's possible. If they were to beat Ole Miss, you follow me, holler if you hear me, Tupac. 1991, second Tupac reset in the first segment. So, Jackson, Mm. Michigan has a Spygate situation going on. A gentleman by the name of Connor Stallions is the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of the sign-stealing probe. Now, what I am, my, my premise is the following. I don't think most people are aware of what's going on. They were, there, there's so many damn college investigations that they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Right. But what Connor Stallions has done as he has purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games over the past three years at 11 different Big Ten schools. That comes from sources at 11 different (laughs) Big Ten schools. He was a Michigan staffer, and he would buy tickets and then send them out to people who would then go to games against, coincidentally, future Michigan opponents. Right. And then train their phones on the sidelines of their future opponents' coaching staff from the 45-yard line and then get the signals per the allegations. So, if this is indeed accurate, and I am all for the process playing out, but if this is indeed accurate, then hell yeah, Michigan should vacate wins. But we're building a premise without having the official results of the investigation. From what is being reported, operating on that, from what is being reported, if I'm Ohio State, of course. It, it's Michigan, though. It's, it's the, right. Of course they're not going to like it. But if I'm Penn State, if I'm anybody in the Big Ten, the thing is the Big Ten such a dumpster fire beyond those three schools as right. far as college football goes, that you go, well, yeah, I guess Michigan's been pretty good the last couple of years because this has been going on for the last couple of years. And they went to the college football playoff, and they lost to Georgia. Yep. And they went to the college football playoff, and they lost to TCU. One could make a case that that stifling Michigan defense was not so stifling against Georgia. And against Texas Christian University, 
because they didn't have the opportunity to perch up Connor Stallions and his buddies in Fort Worth and Athens. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So yes, it matters. And if you thought that it mattered when Bill Belichick was taping a walkthrough in 2002, then I don't know how you wouldn't think this matters. The difference is the Bill Belichick thing got a hell of a lot more attention as the story evolved. And then Roger Goodell lost the tapes. But as the story evolved... And so from a college football standpoint, I think this is a monster because the team that is the odds-on favorite to win the national championship has a guy who is recording, allegedly, the signals of the opposing team. A staff member. A staff member. He is a staff member. He's not just like a guy who's active on the team message board. Right. So, yeah, it's a big story. Huge. Huge story. I mean, yeah. Glancing. I'm not even in the text inbox right now. But like, yeah, if I'm a Ohio State fan, Penn State fan, I'd be like, what? I mean, this is not, and not only this for this year, but like the last couple of years. Like, how could you? Ah, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Let's see, I'm going to scroll through and see if I'm seeing more no's or yeses. No, 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 a bunch of no's. One yes. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's my people think it's an adult film star's name. Uh, there's a few, I would say probably 90% no. Thank you for participating in the Gallup poll, by yeah. the way, to the people. Yeah, Tip of the cap. Helpful. Very helpful. Uh, yeah, that's my point, is that this is a, I think, huge story right? from a national sports perspective. And Jim Harbaugh already served a suspension, not for this. That was for recruiting during the dead period of the COVID era. But, um, yeah, the number two team in the country has this going on. I also think this, just from a perspective of, I don't even call it devil's advocate, but just to try to gauge the people's perception. If it were an SEC school, I think it would get a bigger amount of attention, not because of anti-SEC stuff, but because in SEC country, it could be Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh my God, because everything all week long in between games in the Southeastern Conference revolves around college football. In Michigan, yes, they love Go Blue, but they also have a first-place NFL team, although I don't know what happened in Baltimore this past weekend, but they've been damn good. I think they're 5-2 and if memory serves. Uh, you got the Red Wings. Pistons are about to start their season. The world revolves around college football in the South, so that may play a role in it. But from a national standpoint, it's a huge brand. They are the favorite to win the national championship, and it's a huge, huge story. But I think a lot of people just go, yeah, college sports. It's just a cheating festival, and so nothing really surprises me. That's what I think. But this is different because it's electronic, and you're not allowed to do that. And if you are Ohio State, I'm not pro-Ohio State or anti-Ohio State. I'm not pro-Michigan and anti-Michigan. But, yeah, you go, well, this explains why Michigan's been shutting teams down. They know what plays the, the offenses are calling. That's right. awfully helpful. Extremely. So there you go. Uh, Connor Stallions is the gentleman's name. 1018, Taylor Twelman joining us at 1035. Time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. More of the Little Piddles, Angry Beaver, half and half. And then Taylor Twelman coming up at 1035, talking city in the playoffs, which open up this Sunday at 9 p.m. at City Park. That's presented to you by Together Credit Union. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN on YouTube. Right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to the 
Balloon Party driven by Munganas, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota here on 101 ESPN. Timothy Mike, I'm Kernan Action Jackson with you on the program. Taylor Twelman joining us coming up at 1035, presented to you by Together Credit Union. We are in the midst of the Little Piddles Angry Beaver half and half. We're on YouTube, courtesy of the Airlines team cameras. See what do we got? What's going on? The tiny peepees in there. Tiny peepees in there. Sweet. He said, "Just looked up the two starters for Game Seven tonight. Wow, rough boy, Tiny peepee. He's always so right. Name the starters for tonight's game. Can you do it? Do you already know? I don't. All right, name them. <laughs> um, for the Phillies, is it Aaron Nola? No, I'm sorry. Well, is it Wheeler? No, I'm sorry. Well, now we're really digging deep into the quiver here. Um, I like that, digging deep into the quiver. Is Merrill Kelly starting for the Diamondbacks? No, I'm sorry. He wow. pitched last night, and he was hopping mad that he was taken out of the game. Thanks for watching. Nice show prep, ass. Yeah, it's, I haven't watched, like, I've watched maybe half an hour of playoff baseball. Well, if you're not watching the NHL, and you're not watching playoff baseball, and you're not watching the NFL, what are you doing? I've been reading a lot. Is that right? What are you reading, Peaky Blinders? It's, uh, this book called The Writer's Retreat. It's getting really good. Oh, that What's that? What's that story about? Tell the uh, audience. It's kind of a thriller. It's like Oprah's book club here. It's kind of a thriller. It's uh, these uh, four women under the age of thirty who uh, go to this famous author's uh, big estate in uh, upstate New York, and uh, they're given the task of writing a novel in a month. And things start to get a little spooky at the uh, state. Some weird things happen. This writer maybe not be uh, who she is uh, claimed to be. Mm. Oh, it's a whole tangled web, and I'm just now unpeeling the onion. Wow. I'm hip deep in it. So I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, Aaron Nola pitched last night in the Phillies' loss, Okay, okay. for the record. This is, I think it was his first bad start of the postseason. Rock solid. Who's so? I don't. I still don't know who's uh, starting in the. I should. I should. Let me look it up. I can look it up. I can look it up. Who's starting tonight? In the. Well, I mean, I know the answer. You don't need to look it up. I was oh, just God. seeing if you knew. I don't. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Brandon, do you pronounce it fat? Fat. I'll go with fat because I can't imagine a guy's name is Brandon Fat. <laughs> and then what about a guy named Ranger? I like that. I like that a lot. Do you know his last name? His first name is Ranger. That's right. That's really cool. Uh, I mean, what a, what a matchup it'll be if he's to pitch against the. Texas Rangers. Oh, wow. God, I can write the headlines right uh, now. I can see all the local sports anchors just with the With the, the little the chuckles. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like well, that. World Series tonight, you're right. First, we'll get to the five-day, but <laughs> Ranger versus the Rangers. Right, Peter? <laughs> yeah, I think that I'm sold. Yep. Bring me back. Bring me back. Put a toupee on me. I'm going back. <laughs> that would be, I would pay so much. Would you really? Because oh, you'd probably God. pay more than I would make. Yeah, yep. I would supplement Jackson, that salary. the answer is Ranger Suarez. Ranger Suarez. I was going to go Ranger Brandon Fought? Nice. 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 Nailed it. Nailed it again, Tim. I'm undefeated. Uh, and we had a little discussion. Jackson and I, by the way, went to the little wizard's room together. We did, yeah. That was the first time that happened. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you. If I could have seen over the divider, I would have peaked. I just want that out there. I think, I mean, I'm I'm telling that for the YouTube people more than anybody else, right? Because I feel like they're more my people. But here's the deal. I think this would be if the Diamondbacks win the least national interest World Series since the Cardinals and Tigers in 2006. 
Yeah, I was I was going back in my old memory bank trying to think. I loved that World Series. I know you loved that World Series. But if we're going to be honest with it, unless you loved pitchers throwing the ball all over the place on bunts, it probably didn't have a lot of national appeal. Yeah, David Eckstein was World Series MVP. If that right. <laughs> gives you a little peek behind the curtain. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was going back in my memory bank, and even I guess. But White Sox is a Chicago team, even though it's the lesser of the Chicago teams in terms of national culture. But even that is better than, yeah, uh, Diamondbacks and Rangers. I just can't think of one. Royals, but they played the Mets, so it's like, you know, that's a staple franchise. So you might. It seems like you shame the small markets, and I hate to see that as a coastal elitist. Well, isn't that what, like literally what we're doing right now? Is shaming small well, markets? I mean, I you know you might be selling stock on Detroit and St. Louis, but I'm buying up all I can find. Yeah, I mean, values values good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a big entry point guy. Yeah, it's better get in now. Well, getting's good. <laughs> right, exactly. Before everybody catches up to what's doing. <laughs> uh, Jackson, what uh, what is another question here from this little piddles angry beaver half and half? Well, we talked again about this on TMA, but I think it's uh, certainly story number two, if not story number one, and that's Yair Molina possibly joining the Cardinals coaching staff, arbitrary percentages. What chance do you think Yadi of joining the Cardinal staff? Next I think season? here I want to, this is this, this should this be handled off the air, of course, but that's kind of been a theme lately for shows we're involved in. Here's the deal, Jackson. You need to you need to give the people the news on this because otherwise they're just like, oh, well, this is the same thing that's been getting talked about for a couple of weeks. But Yadi or Molina did it did an interview, right, where he said that he would. Love the possibility of joining the Cardinals. That's correct. And um, well, that's what I'm trying to say. Right. No, I hear. Which I, I'm, I'm lacking context. Right. And so I'm trying to provide it to the audience who may not be aware of this interview that he did. And uh, I know Derek Gould and John Denton, who was uh, on our program and other programs here on 101 ESPN and on TMA, tweeted it out. And he says he's 90 percent that something's going to happen with the Cardinals. I just now, now when I read the quote to Doug Vaughn on TMA, he had an interesting perspective on it, and I don't know if you were able to hear it when he said it, but he said, "This is striking me as he hasn't received the job offer yet, and he's lobbying for it." I didn't take it that way at all, but I see where he's coming from in that Molina's talking about it, but it hasn't been done, so you know. What's the holdup? Mm-hmm. If he wants to do it, and if the Cardinals want it, you're not going to make $20 million to be a bench coach. Right. So then what's the holdup? I don't know. I mean, I, I, from the beginning, when Martin Kilcoin, uh, who I think the world of as far as talent, sense of humor, cutting, he can cut you to the quick. He's the, you know what he is? He's the Roastmaster General of St. Louis Sports Media. Yeah. He is. He absolutely is. So when he reported, I'm like, oh, this, you know, Martin knows what he's talking about, and he's not just, you know, spouting stuff off to get likes. Uh, he doesn't need to do that crap. And, uh, and I go, I wonder what the hell Molina's doing. I wonder what the hell the Cardinals are doing. So I don't know, man. And listen, I said this last week when we were talking about this story. The moment Yadier Molina comes in, he is above John Mazalak in the packing order. Yeah. It might not say that, but th- that's the kind of equity he has. And I'm just so surprised the Cardinals would bring that in. And then if you're Ali Marmol, I mean, hey, tip of the cap to Ali Marmol. He must feel awfully secure, or he might not have a choice. But if the Cardinals start to have a bad April, 
and Yadier Molina is the bench coach, guess what we're going to be talking about here? Even if we don't want to talk about it, I know what the audience will be talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, It's Good. time to move Yadier Molina to manager. Yep, yep. And then Doug also, and Doug said this anytime this topic comes up, he's like one of the manager's main responsibilities outside of that which goes on with the team is communicating and, and doing interviews. It's just part of the deal. And that was not something that Yadier Molina really enjoyed doing. Now, I don't think that, and I, that wasn't my opinion, that was, that was Doug's opinion, but I see where he's coming from, that I don't think that should disqualify somebody from being a manager, that they're not necessarily looking forward talking to the media. If that were the case, that would be you know the majority of the population. But um, I would be intrigued to see how he would handle it. If you thought Tony La Russa after a loss was delightful, hmm. imagine you yeah, know, yeah. Cal May busting out. Tough loss tonight, Yachty? And seeing how that plays. Yeah, tough loss tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, I uh, here's my cardinal state of the union as we get ready to enjoy the Rangers and Diamondbacks. Mm. I think they are in a tough spot of their own creation because you have a third baseman who chose not to opt out last year and wants to maximize his remaining years to try to win a world championship. You have a first baseman who startlingly is going to watch possibly his former team go to the World Series. And you can say you only need three pitchers or now couch that statement and start to kind of backtrack on it, but you're operating on the premise that you have reliability in Steven Matz and Miles Michaelis, which might be optimistic. And then, in order to get free agent starters, you're going to have to overpay, which could provide an albatross for the back end of the decade if you are overpaying for guys in their early 30s now, but you have to give them like six years in order to get them here, uh, obviously with a high dollar cost. And you already have a contract that, uh, with Wilson Contreras, you signed him to be a catcher and he became a designated hitter. Uh, for the most part in 2023, and you still have many years left of that deal. So I think the Cardinals are in a really tough spot because the fan base wants to see him act, mm-hmm. and they may feel obligated to act, but man, they are going to be acting on the back end of the Arenado Goldschmidt era and then still pay the price for those actions in the back half of the 2020s. I think it is a dangerous moment, but I'm anxious to see how they, they negotiate it, and maybe the way is to go, okay, Arion is going to come in here and he's going to restore order. It's just a surprising move, one that I personally would love to see because it's going to provide plenty of theater uh, with Yadier Molina being a part of the organization should it happen. All right, your thoughts are welcome. 314-399-9646, Taylor Twelman joining us on the other side of the break. This is Balloon Party. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. We're heading down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. This is Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by Together Credit Union. Check out Together Credit Union CD options. Visit togethercu.org. 
Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN, driven by Mungan Ass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota here. Timothy, Michael McKernan, and Action Jackson with you. You know, I browsed the YouTube chat mm-hmm. during the uh, commercial break and that Giannis update. Right. Uh, and I see, uh, you see Sean, what, what Sean, do you say Sean Buescher? Do you say Sean Busher? I'll go with Busher. Okay. He said, I came for the upcoming St. Louis City SC talk. And I'm leaving wondering if Jackson has ever felt a woman's touch after hearing about his reading materials. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I mean... No, I mean, you answered the question. I mean, what a man chooses to read has no... It doesn't dictate his personal comings and goings. <laughs> Taylor Twelman's been on hold for enough of this. And uh, he, might, he might have already left, actually. Good morning, Taylor. Uh, can I have the last 30 seconds of my life back? <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> we'll use that for a promo for the show. <laughs> Taylor, what's going on, man? What do you got going on? What are you? What, what are you what's on your itinerary during playoff season? Uh, what's not on my itinerary? Yeah, that's what I would figure. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, we've got a lot of uh, interesting scenarios. I find the schedule to be intriguing because similar to what we're used to watching the Blues in the playoffs or even watching the NBA playoffs, there's games every night. So I think the playoffs is uh, lending to that before the international break. I, uh, I, was, I was thinking you might be going down the avenue of similar to watching the Blues in the playoffs with the start time. That start time of 9 p.m. on Sunday has not been wet, uh, met with pleasant reception here in the St. Louis area. I know part of that is being uh, in in the Western Conference, but I'm sure City fans were hoping for an earlier start. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts is under the lights at City Park. I, if I'm a St. Louis City fan, if I'm a St. Louis City player, if that game's played at midnight, I'll show up. I'll be there. Like at this point, if you're complaining about the start times, in my opinion, then really what what are you going to do? You're the number one seed in the West. It's going to be 9 o'clock under the lights, under the arch. Like, you can kind of miss me with the excuse-making. Show up and, and do what you do. Jackson, he's talking directly to you with that, by the way. It's fair. In all seriousness, if the game's at 7 o'clock, what's the difference? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't see a difference. Fire up City. <laughs> there you I go. Say. It doesn't matter one way or the other. Uh, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter one way or the other. You're playing who you're playing, and if it is sporting Kansas City of all teams – Guess what? You're going to be a lewd up up, up until <laughs> Even more night. So it's going to be absolutely perfect. You have a couple more uh, libations. Oh, over drinks those two hours. You're drinking Jackson's drinking daiquiris. No. Uh, do you, from a soccer standpoint, is there a better matchup for City, San Jose or Sporting Kansas City? Because I'm sure from an entertainment standpoint, most of the people in both cities would love to see the two go heads up in a best of three. But from a soccer uh, no, standpoint, is there a matter. better matchup? It, it doesn't matter because right now, St. Louis City has to get their you-know-what together. No. Uh, the game against Vancouver, arguably the worst of the season. I'd argue the game against Seattle was the worst game they've played at home, and that includes the Real Salt Lake loss. So uh, I think St. Louis City's got to get their act together. I don't think it matters if it's San Jose or, or Sporting Kansas City. And I said this on social media and even during our broadcast in Charlotte over the weekend. I'm not sure I want to play Sporting Kansas City right now because after going winless in their first 10 games, every game from that point forward has had a little desperation to it. And the one thing MLS playoffs has shown, the teams that are in the best form or the teams that are most desperate going into the playoffs often are the teams that you don't really want to play. I get it. 
Sporting Kansas City San Jose play Wednesday night on MLS Season Pass. On the other hand, though, St. Louis City's been anemic. They've been flat in their last two games. I think if I'm St. Louis City, I could care less who it is. They've got to find a way to get their act together. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering what the motivation level was, and I know that might sound odd, but I, I, I wonder. It, we, we, but we talked about it last week, Taylor. You know that they did have something to play for, uh, but it, the last two games have have been you know a total of, of five nothing. So something uh, just hasn't been been right there. What are your thoughts on the way they're playing and what hasn't gone right here? It's hard. I get it. You've won the West. You've got two games that don't really have any impact on your season. That's a difficult spot to be in. I totally understand that thinking, that conversation. However, you're at home in front of City Park against the Seattle Sounders, where you can officially make them the third seed in the West. You set the record for most points for an expansion team. You you did have something to play for. You know what I mean? And so that's why I feel like it was a little flat. Seattle's got their number, guys. That's a fact, not an opinion. Seattle owns St. Louis City. In both games, they've been the better team. The scoreline's been the same. St. Louis has had no real answer for the Seattle Sounders. I am nervous if I'm a St. Louis City fan. I'm nervous if I'm a Western Conference opponent of the Seattle Sounders. They're the most experienced team in the Western Conference. I just was a little surprised in front of that environment. But you do bring up an interesting point. I also thought the environment was a little flat. And so maybe everyone's just like, hang on a minute. We've already won the West. Why are we playing this game? Let's get to the playoffs. If it's Sunday night against San Jose or Sunday night against Sporting Kansas City, I'll be stunned if City Park isn't rocking and rolling and the players aren't ready. Yeah, I agree 100% on the uh, park being an incredible atmosphere. It has been all year long. Uh, A couple of texts coming in, and you're welcome to text in with uh, Taylor Twelman joining us every Tuesday, presented to you by Together Credit Union, 314-399-9646. Does Taylor start Sam with Klaus or Nico? Personally, like Sam a lot more and Nico off the bench. Taylor, your thoughts? I think Sam's a handful, and I was a little surprised to not see Sam start against Seattle. I would have played into the emotion of Sam and Dinneran coming from Seattle. Seattle not really rating him, no matter what they tell you now. They sent him out on loan. Lutz grabs him from Seattle. I would have played into that. I was a little surprised Sam didn't come from the beginning. I think Nico off the bench gives you a different variety. But I love Sam. I love everything about him. I love the fact that he's a handful. He's confident. He has scored a ton of goals completely out of nowhere. For me, I think Sam's got to come into the game from the beginning because Nico can give you a a different variety and a different role depending on how the second half plays out. Uh, Does Taylor go with Watts at right back over Nowinski and start Indy with Leuven and Blum in the midfield? A lot of lineup questions coming in for you this morning. Uh, I think it depends on the opponent. I think Bradley Carneau has shown throughout the entire year, depending on the opponent, is what he dictates there. Watts gives you a little bit more quality going forward. Nowinski's played in playoff games for Vancouver. He's more of a third center back versus a out-and-out fullback that loves to get forward. I think the midfield's interesting. I think it's going to be a little bit of a dilemma for Bradley Carnell to find the right combination of four players. Now, if he was on the call right now, he'd say, no, it's not. It depends on 
the opponent, but I think they've got to find the right combination, and they've got to get Edwin Leuven of the first 10 to 15 games of the year versus the Leuven I've seen over the last seven to eight, because it is definitely not the same player. Uh, has Taylor seen anything out of Berkey that he could improve on heading into the postseason from a 3 and 4 uh, listen, Berkey's my goalkeeper of the year. Berkey arguably should be in the conversation for most valuable player in the league. We are not in this conversation of St. Louis City if Berkey's not in goal. In saying that, it's been a little inconsistent at the end of the year. I think Roman Berkey would even tell you that. So I, I don't think he's got to change anything. I think just coming off his line, he's got a real propensity to time that right I think he's just got to be a little bit cleaner with those touches. Uh, Taylor, a, a stat a buddy of mine sent me, and I, I imagine it could be dismissed as just a mathematical coincidence, but any time City has lost two games in a row this year, they had won the next game. So logically a fan would go, oh, I hope that trend continues into Sunday night. Anything to take from that or just look at it as a coincidence? Well, I think that's what Bradley Carnot's done a fantastic job on. That's why he's my MLS Coach of the Year, because every single time I've questioned him, others have questioned him, injuries have shown up, they have found the ability to right the ship immediately. I think they got punched in the face against Vancouver. Mm -hmm. That one was fine. I think the Seattle loss is a massive loss to their psyche, to their energy going into the year. I would be stunned Sunday night if they lose that game because – I think now all of a sudden they're a little, not insecure, but unsure of who's showing up, who are they going to be. They're going to clean things up during the week. They're going to watch the game Wednesday night. They're going to be motivated by seeing that team, whoever wins that game, come to their building. I'd be stunned, honestly, Sunday night if St. Louis City doesn't show up and dominate. Final question, this one coming in from the 314. Taylor, who do you have playing in the MLS Cup? It's a great question. Uh, I think... The Western Conference is a very difficult one, and I think St. Louis City is the most indifferent team to pick, and I know that's why the question's coming in. They won 17 games, more than any expansion team in the history of the league. They also lost 12. Mm. So there's not the ability to grind out games, grind out results, get to penalties. I think Seattle's the team to beat in the West. I think LAFC is going to have something to say. That game is going to be more than likely the game that determines who gets to the MLS Cup final. I think St. Louis City is going to have a real challenge coming out of the West. And of the East, I look at Cincinnati. They have found a way to grind out results 1-0 versus what they did last year being the supporter shield winners, obviously having the major league, you know, MVP on their team, Lucha Costa. I'd be stunned if Cincinnati's not in the MLS Cup. There it is. We'll be talking about the first game of the best of three next Tuesday with Taylor Twelman presented to you by Together Credit Union as City. Waits to find out if it'll be Sporting Kansas City or San Jose, and we'll find that out tomorrow evening. Taylor Twelman every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN, presented by Together Credit Union. Taylor, thanks so much, and looking forward to watching the games this week. Oh, it should be fun, my man. Off we go. Take it easy, brother. There he is, Taylor Twelman, with us here on 101 ESPN. Your thoughts on what he had to say, 314-399-9646. And, of course, you are welcome to participate in the chat like Tommy Summers is right now. Boy, I like that Tom Summers. Hi, Tom. Tom Summers, Tiny PP, and Atala Alyatim. Nailed it. Yeah, feeling good about it. Uh, Android Effects and Rick's Mudslop. Ha! <laughs> hey, Rick. I slop. 
There's so many ways to communicate with us. Yeah. It's amazing because we, of course, are in ivory towers, mm. and yet we converse with the common man. Well, but I'm I a am. meat and potatoes right, kind of guy. Say. Thank you. Proletariat. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We got the final segment coming up. Uh, little Piddles, Angry Beaver, Half and Half, uh, all coming your way in addition to your texts, the YouTube chat, the whole thing. It's the 101 ESPN YouTube channel presented to you by the Airlines Team Cameras. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you. This is Balloon Party. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Presented to you by Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, Tim McKernan, Action Jackson. With you for a matter of minutes before BK and Ferrario take over. Jackson, it's uh, wonderful to have Missouri in the uh, national lexicon when it comes to college football with a chance to really establish a presence should they beat the Georgia Bulldogs on November 4th. That game is now officially, for the record, a... uh, a 2.30 start on CBS. And Paul Feinbaum yesterday on his show was saying uh, the SEC will have the two best games in the country that day. Missouri and Georgia and LSU and Tuscaloosa taken on Nick Saban uh, and Roll Damn Tide. Well, uh, Feinbaum's show is fueled by callers. Our, our show is fueled by the YouTube viewers. And uh, this is what took place yesterday on Feinbaum's show is Mary Jo from Missouri called in. Hello, Mary Jo. Hi, Paul. I want you to start seeing Coach Eli Drinkwitz as a young Coach Nick Saban. He's doing some of the same things, Paul, and he's succeeding. And we have 100% trust in our Coach Drink. And I, I just think we're doing great, and we're all excited. And Saturday was a Chamber of Commerce Day in Como. Mary Jo, uh, thank you very much. Uh, really nice of you to, to join us. So, Eli Drinkwitz, the young Nick Saban. <laughs> Terry is in Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know what that woman from Missouri smoking. She thinks that about him because they're going to be thinking different when the Razorbacks roll in there and pound the snot out of them later in the season because we're fixing to get it all going and we're going to win out and go to a bowl game. Nice. Jackson, there it is, a little sampling of what was going on yesterday on the Feinbaum program. Uh, Miss Terry, not a fan of Mary Jo. She is confident, however, in the Razorbacks mounting a charge. Despite scoring three points against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Well, you show me somebody who can score against Mississippi State, I'll show you right. a national champion. Not to mention Missouri will be going to Arkansas. They will not be coming up to Columbia. That's correct. Fayetteville. But, but Black hey, Friday. I, I like that Terry has optimism and I love Mary Jo. No lies detected to Mary Jo's statement. You agree that Eli Drinkwitz is a young Nick Saban. Well, he's on the right path. He's on the right path. Um, Both I, of us have won thousands upon thousands of dollars by taking the Missouri over on the win total of six and a half at the beginning of the season. We already have cashed in. Yeah, and I'm going to make a statement here. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quickly, sure. If you're a true son, if you're a real true son, and you and you followed Tim and I's advice and took Missouri over six and a half, you take the winnings mm-hmm. that you made off that bet and you put it on Missouri money line against Georgia. Oh my God! That's what. You what is did. that money line? Uh, I don't think anything's opened up yet. I would guess plus two fifty, maybe I plus three hundred, plus. 350 to 400 to be okay. where I would throw that because I imagine, barring substantial injury right. to Georgia this Saturday, that Georgia will be a 
14 and a half point favorite. I think if Georgia comes out and dominates Florida, even without Brock Bowers, it'll go 17 and a half. And if they struggle and win, or if they even lose, I could see it dipping below a two touchdown at 13 and a half. I think that's the delta based on this weekend in Jacksonville. He's doing the Vito Corleone move. Are you interested in a wager? On what the line will open yeah. up at? All right, what, what are you taking? 14 and a half? I will take 14 or above. 14 or above? Well, I, you know, I like that number, though. Well, I mean, you're the one who just said it, so I'm just using well, I know, but I, think, I can play. I can have Ryder play the... No, I, you know, I, I think I, it's the movement that has me... That's what I'm making the comment on, the movement based on Saturday's game. Because we'll probably, we'll probably get a line here in the next day or two. Um, I uh, like the idea of Missouri... Uh, and the money line, I do, but I need it to be a certain payoff, so sure, I can't, sure. I can't, I can't advise that. But if you got me a plus four hundred, I'll take that. Oh, I'll throw yeah. that on there. But yeah, then I'm betting with my heart. That's Never fun. do business with your heart. It makes for a nice Hallmark Channel m- movie, you know, when the cowboy who was like in the slow reading group comes back to town, you know, and opens up a lumber yard. Right. I, I love movies of the week, by the way. But uh, and then Patrick Dempsey. You know, was traveling a lot to New York or L.A. or Miami or one of the places where, you know, the satanic folks live. Right, 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 right. But there's the guy in the lumberyard. Yeah. And then Patrick Dempsey's got a little side piece. And then when Christmas arrives, the guy in the lumberyard saves the day for the family. That is a nice little story. I got two stats for you. Two stats. On Hallmark? Or it's no. already like 11.05. Oh, you gotta, yeah, we got to go. go. Gotta go. No, no more stats. Yeah, stats tomorrow on Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.